Over the ship's comms, Renault patches through. This is Captain Waryheart of the Adamant Bastion. I have my medical technicians going over the corpse of the assailant, as you described them. That is not an ordinary android. Once you're in Absec's hands, you're out of mine. I'm Lieutenant Drix Mar of Absec, and I've got a few questions for you all. But he obviously knows the answer to his questions, yes. They certainly seem fairly leading in this regard, <laughs> yes. Well, I think if you look at our door logs, we could provide those and, and show you that you know we were at each of the office. Welcome, one and all, to the Die by the Dice podcast. We're an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us on our space adventure. I'm John, and I'll be the GM for this game. I'm Tom, and I play Lycos 9, the android Solarian. I'm Brent, and I'm playing Sparks, the Ahsoki mechanic. I'm Jessica, and I'm playing Noemi Domash, the Lashunta Technomancer, and hopefully still the captain of the GEP, even though the GEP is an impound. <laughs> I'm Lisa. I play Kerr Silvana in the Vesk Soldier. Previously... Noemi basically gave everyone a little bit of forced R&R. Said, hey, why don't you all take a break, lick those wounds, and we'll come, we'll, I'll see you next Monday. Uh, is there anything anyone wants to do in the interim other than rest? Well, before we, do, we go, I do turn to the captain. Before we go our separate ways, we did have a job offer that was still kind of outstanding from Nero. Ah, oh, that's right. The Downside Kings. Um, I like I, how we just forgot the gang leader. <laughs> <laughs> a lot has happened since Fair. then. It has been a busy few days. People try to blow up our ship multiple times. So I have a... F I mean, I, I'm interested in what the rest of the crew uh, would like to do, but um, I'm thinking we may need to turn down his offer because originally it was sort of predicated on the fact that we were unknown. Which is definitely not the case anymore. Yeah, I, I would make him aware of our recent interactions with the with Absec and that we ourselves have something an impound and may not go as unnoticed as previously thought. Maybe we can talk to him about whatever the item is. If it's something that we could secret away when we're picking up the GEP, you know, because obviously we'll be going to impound, but I don't think that we can sneak in and steal anything. Mm -hmm. We can maybe make it part of our trip, though, if we... We'll have to see what it is. Yeah. I don't think he'll tell us since we accept. Well, then we'll have to decline. Unless you guys want to go rogue, which I'm totally fine with. <laughs> Your father's going rogue from you? Well, as long as you don't put the Gordian Solutions name on it. You're hilarious. Lycos is thoroughly considering this. I don't know. Um, I don't even know what the impound lot looks like. Well, to your point, let's go... Um, Tell, give Nero our answer. Or at least get more information before we make our decision. Now, And give him the information that we are probably not going to be unnoticed, and especially in the impound lot, because we are people of interest now. <laughs> in both the murder investigation and the saving of a cop's life. <laughs> kind of a topsy-turvy world we live in. <laughs> we are inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> So back to the Downside Kings. Okay, you're going to head there in person? Oh, I guess we have his com. Yeah. No, com number? Can... Is that what it's called? Com number? Mm -hmm. I guess we can give him a ringy-ding. <laughs> <laughs> a ringy-ding-ding-ding. <laughs> All right. So I assume we can do like a group call. Like, so he it's like speakerphone. Yeah. Okay. And we all dial into the conference line and, you know. Well, I heard FaceTime is going to be able to have like, what, 32 people on it at once now? You're not going to go with FaceTime? 
Come on. <laughs> These are just softballs here. Come on. I, want, I was leaving that one for you. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> but no, so we go ahead and, and give Nero a call. Uh, yes. Miss Dormash. So, Nero, um, we were calling you about the job that you had offered us before. Please, call me Mr. Volatus. <laughs> yes, of course, Mr. Volatus. I believe before, uh, the job was... You, you offered us a job because we were sort of unknown, yes? Yes, your card says you are a solver of problems, and problem is what I have. Yes, yes, we do solve problems. However, we've, we've found ourselves in a bit of, um, of our own problem. Uh, you see, our ship was impounded by ABSEC. Um, so unless what you need from us also happens to be in the same impound lot, we are, we are now known by ABSEC, and, and I think we would not go unnoticed any longer. This is unfortunate. The... Object I have is in a absec facility in the Armada. It is not likely with a ship impound. If there is more details, then I would speak in person, not over comms. Are you driving for a higher paycheck, Ms. Domash? No, no, that's not our, our goal. I just want to make sure that your problem is solved with the utmost discretion. And ah, is this a call to let me down easy, then? Perhaps, perhaps. We just know that we might not be the right group for the job. That is unfortunate. I was hoping to have a, a proper working relationship with you all. It is uh, saddening to me that your business card oversold your capabilities a bit. <laughs> Uh, is there any kind of check we can make that if that turning this down might be a bad idea? It clearly is. Just how bad of an idea, I guess, is what I'm going for. Uh, I'd prefer to leave this to your very capable imaginations <laughs> regarding this uh, situation. Anybody else can feel free to pipe in. <laughs> you got this, Captain. Um, no, I cut in. Uh, it is not that we do not want to take the job. We do have the problems of getting out to the Armada currently, as our ship is, as we said earlier, impounded. Which, push comes to shove, I guess we could acquire another ship through other means, but that would potentially draw more heat, depending. Uh, additionally, as said, uh, we've had run-ins with both the stewards and ABSEC, because we were persons of interest in both uh, attempted murder on a cop and an actual murder on another citizen. So... If you are comfortable with uh, our being way more known by the authorities, it is something we can still attempt to pursue so we do not damage our working relationship. It seems your recent troubles have would extend to me, should you take this upon yourselves. Very well. Perhaps in the future something will come up to use your particular skill set. Agreed. You do not happen to have any recommendations for, perhaps, uh, co-workers, as it is, who might be able to assist me in this. I do know of a, a friend that would uh, specialize in infiltration, and I give him Severo's information. 
put him in touch with me. I will get in contact with him and pass along uh, your contact information or his means of getting a hold of you. Uh, he's very professional. When he calls, tell him to tell me that the sun is too bright in the eye today. Will do. Good. Click. And his line goes dead. All right. Well, I'll contact Severo. I think the rest of us should get uh, should rest up. I'm glad we were able to let him down easy, and you, thank you for offering your friend as sort of a consolation. He is no stranger to this kind of work. <clears throat> so I, I get in contact with Severo and pass all the information on. Oh, let's just RP that real quick, if, you, if you're okay with it. Severo happens, Severo happens to be on station, so... <laughs> Sweet. I guess. Severo. Severo, this is Lycos9. Uh, we were recently offered a job that we were fortunately having to turn down due to circumstances, but it was one that might be up your alley. Who with? Nero Volatus. Hmm. Downside Kings? Yes. He has a... He has some object that he was unspecific to us since we hadn't accepted the job that isn't currently Absec Impound, but amongst the Armada. Uh, I know you're no stranger to these kind of infiltration jobs and are reliable, so it might be something you'd be interested in doing to earn some coin and potentially some cr- uh, good cred with these people. Seem legit? Yeah, he's been straight with us through all of our interactions with him and was looking to form a working relationship, so... I didn't detect anything that wasn't on the up and up. All right. I'm in. Remember to tell him the sun thing. Do you need the quote? <laughs> yes. The sun is too bright in the eye today. Yeah. Uh, um, here's I pass along the contact information. And then uh, when you call, make sure you say the sun is too bright in the eye today. All right. Got it. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. People never say bye on TV or on the <laughs> they shows. Get the information they, they need and immediately hang up. Well, at least you didn't do small talk. Like, hey, how's your sister? You know. <laughs> Severo would have cut you. I actually cut you off on that one. Cold and professional is his, two of his traits. And then like, nice. give me the details. So um, are any of you guys going to, are any of you guys going to seek like professional medical help for your wounds and nope. damages? Do no. we need it? <laughs> Uh, it would increase the speed of recovery. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, it'll be 20 credits per day. And we'll give you three hit points per day as opposed to two if you full bed rest. Do we get our resolve points back too? Yes, you get your resolve points back tonight pretty much no matter what. And how many days? Um, or is it just 20 credits per day for as long as it takes to heal? Correct. Okay. So it's going to take, I guess, five days for me to fully heal? Take At me. that rate, so 20 credits, so like a 100 credits. 100 credits. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. I'm going to go convalesce. Same. Let's have a spa day. Sparks? I think Sparks is just going to go home. Because he's not, like, actually, I'm not really hurt. So yeah, <laughs> having just... that double stamina on everything kind of kept everything out of HP, so. Yeah, I nearly died. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I only convalesce for three days. Kerr, how about you? I'm good. Oh, for hit points, you're good? I'm good. Are you still wounded or are you full health? Uh, with the healing from the packs, I was back up to full. Oh, nice. I hate you. I, I almost died too, so. <laughs> After three days, you're called by Abstract Noemi and told that your ship is no longer being impounded and to come pick it up. 
Okay. Uh, it has been repaired exactly enough to make it space worthy, and you're going to be charged for the labor effectively. Okay. How much is that? Uh, so it's going to be 300 credits. Okay. And um, are do I have a um, place to tie it up? Essentially. Yes, your original mooring has been repaired enough to be usable again. Okay. And you can park it close to the uh, the, and you can park it close to the office. Okay. Perfect. So I will take care of that. All right, further repairs are going to be to the tune of 400 credits. All right. And that will also complete the upgrades of the med bay and get that fully operational. Fabulous. Uh, Not a problem. It's going to take three more days to finish that construction and repair. All right. I will set that all in motion. All right. So after resting and repair, you've got a few more days of downtime, effectively. You go to the office, but no one's really coming in. and I start trying to advertise... Leave my business cards, like, in space Starbucks. So, about 11 days total after the events of the last session. Oh, Creek is also back to back to full health, effectively. Cool. Oh, good. Is Renault okay? Wasn't damaged in the ship? Everything okay? No, Renault's fine. He went a bit stir-crazy. But, oh, and on that regard, the PAX has actually contacted you, Lycos 9. I looked into it a bit, and... Unfortunately, I do not think I'll be able to offer a body to your comrade. Uh, why not? The souls of androids are somewhat unique. They, they're questing. They seek out a habitable host uh, body when, when one becomes available. The, the shell seems to pull its match in, if you will. Um, we cannot simply draw him to one as for whatever reason his afterlife was denied to him understood uh just unfortunate news but understandable uh thank you for letting me know perhaps another way to make him ambulatory would be available to you uh yes i was already thinking uh if not an android form since he is already like an ai maybe we can get just a full robot body Perhaps something mechanical would be a solution. Okay. Yeah, the I, we will not stop looking for a means to return him to form, but clearly the android route will not uh, work for him. Thank you. So Noemi and Kerr are in the Gordian Solutions office when the door slides open, and inside walks Briannosa Duvas. She's clad in kind of off-duty wear and has a sort of reserved smile on her face. As she walks through the door frame, she gives a knock on the side of it and makes sure to draw your attention. I'll look up and I'll say, Miss DeVos, uh, what what brings you in? Oh, geez. Uh, please, Brianosa. Uh, hey, I just wanted to... Uh, I just want to come in and say thank you. Well, of, of course. I mean, we weren't going to leave you there. The, the EMT said that you got there basically just in the nick of time and... Were it a few minutes later, then I, I would have been gone. Well, I'm, then I'm glad we were able to help. You don't, you don't owe us anything, but I, it would be nice to know that we have a friend in Absec. Not, not planning on any more breaking and enterings or crimes, are you? Not planning <laughs> on them, no. I chuckle. <laughs> she, she laughs along with you. She says, but, but seriously, please don't commit any crimes. We'll do our best. 
Hey, I'm not making any promises here. <laughs> In his convalescence, Lycos just laughs. He doesn't know why. He doesn't know why. <laughs> Kerr is going to say, well, it looks like you've recovered well. Any ill effects? Um, yeah, I've been having some some kind of weird nightmares, but uh, like I feel fine, and I haven't gone crazy or attacked anybody, so that's... You know, that's a nice thing to, to have going on. Um, I don't mean to pry, but what kind of nightmares? Uh, you know the thing with dreams where, like, when you wake up, it's kind of hard to remember them. Um, but there's... Uh, usually it's kind of abstract and swirly, and there's some kind of some some kind of presence there I, I I this sounds stupid I mean it's not important I'm sure we are just glad that you've recovered you look well uh, she blushes a bit and says oh uh, thank you um, hey so I just wanted to uh, to give you a little something um, for for helping out oh, you shouldn't have no, 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 I, I, I insist, I insist. And she takes out, uh, she has like a package with her, and she swings it out and says, uh, this is, this, there's a, I can make a recommendation to uh, a guy I use. Um, it's all, it's all paid for, so whenever you get a chance, just, you know, head over there and um, take advantage. Uh, and she opens up this little box and hands to each of you a, a little, a little gift card. Um, well, so she has four gift cards total. Yes, but only two of us are here. So right. So she okay. hands, and then she realizes that she hands them both to you, and then she's like, "Oh, uh, and give them, give these to uh, your your companions." The gift cards are for Ilva's custom weaponsmithing. Is the value of the gift card uh, on the gift card? The value of the gift card says good for one tune-up. Oh. Am Ooh. I familiar with Ilva's? Um, make a cultures check. Am or, I familiar with? Uh, you may, and you can apply a plus five from your mercenary background. Sweet. Curve. Would you say cultures? Yes. Twenty. Ten. You've heard of Tarian Ilva. He's a callow, which is a kind of bat-like aquatic humanoid, native to the Brethden Moon of Kalomahoi. He looks oh. like the guy from Shape of Water dressed like Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that he kind of does. That is accurate. He operates off something called the Drift Market, uh, which you can make another culture's check to know about. 22. All right, that's good enough. So the Drift Market is sort of a gray market bazaar that's in the drift. It's built around a acquired drift beacon, and almost anything can be... Um, acquired there do i find it odd that a police officer is giving us a gift card to something that's on the gray market um potentially although some things there are are perfectly some things bought and sold there are perfectly legal okay and if someone and by tarrying ilva's reputation if someone wanted quality work they would be willing to seek him out okay it's all right she's cool all right, I'm just making sure. Do I know what it, the card means when it says a tune-up? He's a weaponsmith, so probably some sort of optimization or upgrade of your okay. gear. Okay. I will 
I will um, tell her uh, this is extremely generous. I thank you. Um, I, I I'll give this to Lycos Nine and, and Sparks as well. I'm sure they'll be very appreciative. Um, well, I guess we'll have to wait until we can. Well, I guess now our our ship is nearly uh, fixed, and so we'll be able to to visit the bazaar. Mm-hmm. Yes, much thanks, and I'll give her a little bow. He does excellent work. I definitely recommend you check him out. Yeah, I, I've heard of him before. So I'm, like I said, I'm I'm extremely uh, thankful. Just you know, uh, keep keep doing good stuff. Keep helping people. Uh, I'll I'll grab one of these, and she takes a card off the counter and <laughs> gives a little waggle at you. <laughs> you keep helping people too. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of job. your job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I'm encouraging you to do it. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of gives you a little awkward like wave and then. I'll, I'll offer my hand to shake before she leaves and say again, thank you. Uh, yeah, you're, you're very welcome. Um, no, I mean, I mean, th- no, thank you. And takes it and gives like a good shake and. Oh, uh, she's cute. Okay. Uh, Good meeting you. I mean, like, for real this time. Bye. <laughs> Aw. Yeah, I like her. She seems sweet. All right, so I'll I'll call um, Sparks and Lycos on the comm to let them know that um, Briannosa came by and gave us his gift cards. Gift cards? I love gift cards. Yeah, it's to uh, Ilva's custom weaponsmith. Do I recognize that name? Cultures. Or you can actually make engineering. Oh, that's much better. Uh, 17 then. You've heard the name in circles with a good reputation, but don't know him by, don't know him personally or any more than that. Okay. Based on the reputation alone, I'm pretty excited about these. Me too. We should uh, maybe head out there to the drift, to the drift market. Yes, please. Lycos, are you going to come along for the ride? How many days has it been? Oh, this has been like nine or ten. Oh, then yes. I'm done convalescing. Uh, yeah, I will go with. See Great. if there's anything I can... It'll be of use. So I'll call everybody. All, well, everybody's all been called. Kritka's going to come. We'll all pile in the gep and head out to the drift market unless something stops us. Nope. All yep. right. Course is set. I'm going to still be, I'm going to be kind of on alert, even just because of the fact that we've been, like, nothing has gone right at this point. Um, we continually are attacked. Um, D&D be like that sometimes. So if there's a way to, like, have, like, active, like, um, kind of checks as far as, like, what's that ship doing over there? Is it powering up on us? Is it going to try to shoot us? Like, a little it's paranoid. Cool. <laughs> I was going to say Overwatch, but paranoia might be the better, the better term. We also might be putting the ship through its paces. We haven't been out yet since it's been repaired and upgraded. So True. Oh, yeah. Um, could I do like an engineering check or something like that to see if there's any additional repairs I can make along the way? No, the ship is fine. Oh, okay. When you got it, it's it's fully repaired now and all the systems are, are green. Oh, okay. So all the, all the um, hull points are repaired? That's correct. Okay. As you make drift translation through the forward view screen, you can see some sort of terrestrial bird flapping in the void briefly before expiring. Kerr wants to know if it's a void dragon. 
It is not. <laughs> it's essentially it looks like a seagull, more or less. Is this unusual? A void seagull. No, that you know that when translation occurs, it pulls a random bit of material from the material from a random plane into the drift as well. It's how the drift is constantly expanding by small increments. Okay. And uh, it looks like this section happened to be from a planet that had birds in it. And okay. a bird and probably the surrounding air got all sucked up together. Rip. <laughs> Do I recognize this bird? <laughs> like, can I identify what kind of bird hmm. it is or where it's from? This seagull. <laughs> I'm a Xeno seeker, dang it. <laughs> Seek the Xeno. No, it, it, it appears to be fairly mundane. Okay. Um, you know by... Uh, by it's a pigeon. <laughs> It looks like a seagull, I guess. Yeah. Kind of by biological quirks, um, certain sort of shapes have been repeated on many, like countless worlds throughout the universe. And this one is very seagull-y. Okay. Um, <laughs> or was, I should say. So, so since we I'm know about really this, do we... I'm make a really bad joke. So since we, when we know about this, would we feel any particular way about said seagull expiring or we just know that this is part this is like part and parcel with the drift engine like I mean, other than a stuff aw. happens yeah <laughs> we've had to make our piece of this because didn't we like have that discussion where we theoretically could have pulled somebody into the drift yes or you at basically any moment could be pulled into the drift and presumably die in space uh so okay so this is just like a tuesday it's just a part of drift travel mm. um okay. the odds of any one particular person are so astronomically low as to be you know you don't sit around and worry about it yeah. okay um, Until oh, you're the one guy it happens to. Because sometimes the piece, That's how John's going to explain our characters away. Sometimes the piece of material plane is just like a section of vacuum or like a tip of a mountain. Right. Sometimes there are like... There are stories of flocks of flying devils being pulled from the hells into the into the path of a drift transiting ship, so... All right, fine. Well, Noemi will just give an aww and we'll move on with our day. I okay. also really like the mental picture of Kerr looking out the window like, is... Anytime any winged anything is in there, it's like, is this a void dragon? <laughs> How about this? Is this? So it takes you 11 days to make it to the drift market uh, after you manage to acquire the coordinates for it. Just on a side, he, ven- he was very excitedly mentioning a void dragon, and then he says something in the void that oh, has yeah. wings. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> I don't blame you, but the image of him, every, every time there's something in the void with wings, you're like, is that a void dragon? It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. All right. All right. The drift market itself is, looks kind of like a hodgepodge space station. It's assembled from a handful of ships all attached together, as well as some custom construction that has been all built up around a central beacon you can see flashing, pulling its coordinates towards you all. There are a small fleet of ships docked with it, although it's tough to tell what ships are docked and what ships encompass the drift market. Docking is a little bit more troublesome than you expect. It takes a few tries before you talk someone talk to someone who speaks a common language with you, who speaks a common language with you all um, to transition you into a proper mooring. But once you do, you find a place to stop and move into the drift market. All right. Is there any sort of um, map? No. To, okay. Um, so I will ask someone who looks reasonably friendly um, if they know where Ilva's custom weapon smithing is. So that doesn't work out for somebody that's unfriendly and ask them. Uh, twenty-eight diplomacy. Damn. I rolled a net twenty. 
She's so charming right now. <laughs> I feel like anybody would tell me where it is. Okay. The the person you flagged down is a fairly hale-looking dwarf. Um, on the tall side for their species, uh, they seem to be about just shy of five feet tall. Uh, with a fairly cr- uh, close-cropped beard of gray hair and a, some rosy cheeks. Uh, as you turn to them... They say, oh, you're looking for Ilva. Yeah, I know where he is. Oh, great. Can you point us in that direction? Uh, make a perception check real quick. That is not as great. Six. Six? All right. Can I make Anybody a, per- else perception make a perception as her bodyguard? Sure. As she's approaching a stranger, I feel like I would be on guard here. Okay. We'll let Kerr do it since Kerr's the bodyguard. Yeah. 21. All right. Much better. As the dwarf starts talking to Noemi, you can see... Very subtly, they're, they seem to be very subtly growing and becoming a little bit more lithe um, compared to the really stocky dwarf frame. Uh, you can also see small antenna emerging from beneath their hairline. Yeah, I can point you towards <coughs> Ilva. Uh, do you need a guide for the drift market? Is your first time here? I think we'll be okay with you just give us the general direction. All right, so, um, Noemi, now you notice that the the dwarf seems to be kind of subtly changing right before you. Okay, can um, I do, like, a life science check? Uh, not yet. Okay. Um, I'm at position, like, at her, at her shoulder. Okay. Just in case. Well, really, you just kind of want to go down, uh, well, it's kind of hard to explain. This place is kind of maze-like. Uh, I'd be happy to show you for a few credits. Uh, and now, as you kind of like, she, or sorry, they motion down the hall, and you kind of follow their hand, uh, and as you turn back, it's somewhat unsettling. You're looking almost into a spitting image of yourself standing before you. Okay, um, so I, I look a bit shocked, and I'd say, uh, how did you do that? What? What? <laughs> oh, uh, do what? Well... So, can I do a life census check to see if I know what this is? You may. Okay. And if it's a rare creature, I, my DC is lowered by five. Um, okay. Yeah. 20. Uh, it's clearly some sort of shapeshifter, but the particular nature you're not quite sure of. All right. Uh, well, friend, um, now, when I first approached you, you looked like a dwarf, and now you look like me. So, I have to be honest, it's a bit unsettling. <laughs> Oh, oh, geez, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to unsettle you. Oh, man, uh, it's just kind of, uh, my people take sympathetic shapes. So you started talking to me, and now I look like you. Okay. May I ask, what, what are you? I'm an Alfari. And your name, I'm sorry, that was rude of me. I'm Noemi, this is Kerr, and, and you are? Oh, um, you can call me Shell. Well, Shell, um... That Yosoki over there, that's Sparks, and that Android over there is with me, Lycos9. And I'll be honest, this is our first time here. So if you could guide us around uh, for a few credits, I think that actually might work out. Maybe define a few. Oh, uh, like seven? I'll get you where you're going to the Ilva, and then maybe a little drink money for a job well done? You get us there safely, I'll give you ten. Yeah, all right, deal. Uh, Right this way. I follow, uh, but I'm kind of scanning the crowd as we go through, since this is probably, even compared to the station, kind of 
new and different. Yes, it's very myriad. Um, it's also a bit more heavily armed. Uh, everyone seems to have weapons bare, if not drawn. Uh, and there's also even, say, there are even species that would be considered exotic within Absalom, uh, especially like extra planner creatures. There's a devil or two hawking bargains out of a small shuttle turned stall. Um, you have to go through a couple of like airlocks turned like hallways. There's um, everything's basically been retrofitted to create a station here. Uh, you can see like chittering Fay sort of swooping amongst the crowd. Um, Noemi is having a field day, and so but to to stay like seeming like fine she's telepathically being like look over there oh my gosh wait don't stare at it there's not like a giant red guy with a big stone fist is there yeah he seems to be in an altercation with a uh <laughs> he seems to be having a, a low kind of growling argument with a um like an aquatic looking person actually an, another Kahlo by the look of it <laughs> love it <laughs> but yeah, I'll like I'll, I'll whatever ones I can identify, I'll be like telepathically being like, oh, and this is that, and like okay. I'm freaking out. Make a uh, make a life sciences check. Twenty three. All right. Uh, as you're going down, as you kind of round one corridor, you sort of all of you begin to kind of hear like a droning buzz uh, over Noemi's telepathic excitement. Uh, Noemi, you sort of hear kind of like, or you you sense this sort of thrumming like it starts out quiet but it, it senses almost kind of bassy you're not hearing it but you're feeling it mentally um with that life sciences check you look down the corridor and you see it looks like an enormous tree just sitting in the middle of the hallway everyone's kind of moving around it like without really any trouble um but you Recognize it as a you me uh, Noemi you Noemi, but um you recognize it as a Joshua uh, Ent <laughs> no um Redwood well it's Ent like <laughs> is it a Trent no Trent could you show for a second trying to think of a name for an alien <laughs> uh, it's a it's a Donadriad. They are extraordinarily long-lived and slow-moving. Make an insight check for me. That's not a thing. Uh, <laughs> sense motive. <laughs> Ten. All right. Based on its posture, uh, it's probably politely it's probably politely attempting to ask basically everyone in the hallway to be careful for it as it moves down the corridor and politely get out of its way. Um, but it's speaking so slowly that all you're getting is... Oh, a low like buzzing a, drone. Exactly. Okay. So I'll attempt to help this, uh, this tree creature, Donadriad. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I'll, I'll, I'll go up and I'll, I'll say, oh, excuse me, sir. You know, excuse me, ma'am. The, he's trying to get through and I'll just try to, I'll do what I can. Okay. Uh, it seems to be totally immobile. The tree does? It is, yes. But it's trying to... Oh, but it's because mo- it's moving so slow? Correct. Okay. It's probably moving slow for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those shopkeepers is like, you're wasting your time, kid. <laughs> I just shrug. Well, I tried. <laughs> uh, <he's... laughs> Do I know anything about it? Like, if... if 
because it's obviously like so long lived are they like considered sort of like sacred or obviously these people don't seem to care but like do they like are there any like weird lore like they grant wishes if you give them a credit or you know (laughs) um make cultures check all right uh not great 10 so certain xenoseeker circles fetishize extremely fast extremely sped up donadrian um intercourse essentially (laughs) if you think (laughs) you made this weird (laughs) so they're dendrophiliacs yeah a little bit all right i'm not one of them (laughs) (laughs) you don't want some wood nope i'm good but i'm ching well, there's Meg. <laughs> is it like rhino horn? Like if I get like a little scraping, like do they? <laughs> no, it's it's footage they're looking for. So if you're looking to set up like a 50 year expedition to find a couple uh... of them to film a couple of them mate. Oh, them having sex. Yes. It totally sounded like it was having sex with them. I mean, they don't really move that fast. So if you want to kind of have sex <laughs> on splinters. them, they couldn't really stop you. <laughs> I mean, that's not really an endorsement. That's kind of horrible creepy and gross now they say it out loud but <laughs> sorry i misunderstood and i might not be the only one that misunderstood the nature of the fetishizing no well so do i know that this is like probably like a once in a lifetime chance to see this creature it's certainly rare to see them outside of their home world okay. um whatever this one is doing here uh it would be almost impossible to tell because they would commute it would take days or even years to have the smallest conversation with them okay i'm gonna take try to take a selfie with them okay you succeed (laughs) (laughs) they're not blurry in the picture (laughs) (laughs) you can only get a portion of it yeah there's like a whole bunch of people in the in the way of it but i'll do it very like like peace sign japanese style (laughs) (laughs) so i'm assuming we don't have access to any information and she just suddenly takes a picture with a tree so Mm -hmm. i look at her very confused like what the fuck? <laughs> Language. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and I will tell you all about it as much as you can stand. Not and, very much. Yeah, until you tell I, me, like, I, I changed my mind. I don't care. <laughs> like, it, it. even for Lycos, you very quickly get the perception he's very bored by this conversation. <laughs> all right. One thing to note that as you're moving through, Shell is kind of taking point along with Kerr, and they for a moment sort of shift and kind of match Kerr's appearance. And then as they're moving through the crowd, they seem to almost twist and change to random passersby, sometimes looking like a particular person, sometimes looking like an amalgam of kind of every within a, everyone within a five-foot radius of them, more or less. She's a mongrel man. I'll um, ask Shell if um, they have a sort of a, a single form, a true form, or if they've always been changing at the time you ask this she kind of looks sort of minotauran and is when you engage her she begins to shift back towards kind of your shape uh i don't really understand your question like what's what do you mean by a true shape just sort of a a one shape that you are most of the time no that sounds horrible (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i guess this this seems interesting and fun I guess it's just your everyday life, so it's probably just vanilla to you. <laughs> nice callback. <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> You're welcome. 
I was staring me in the face. Except that part's gonna get cut out, so no one's gonna get that reference. No. I know. <laughs> but we'll know. We know. All right, so it's gonna totally sound like it's a reference to something. <laughs> Inside joke. Okay, so you make it over to Ilva Weaponsmithing. Upon arriving, uh, Shell says, "All right, here you are." Thank you so much, and I will give uh, Shell fifteen credits. Oh, thanks. Is there like a shop window? Yeah, there is a. <clears throat> there's a force fielded storefront, effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, behind which you can see a number of long arms in one side of it, and then on the other side there is a bunch of custom-tooled uh, melee weapons, mm. and the doorways between the two of them. Sparks immediately like slaps hands on field, like face, and they're like poking around. Oh my god, look at all this stuff! <laughs> and before we get there, I would have let them know that the shopkeeper was a callow, so okay. that they're not like what. The fur along your arm kind of stands on end as you <laughs> put your face to the field, and then you get a little kind of tinglies. But the what the hardware on display certainly matches his reputation. Sweet. You head inside. Oh, Sparks is already inside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess we follow Sparks. I've been kind of tailing him just to keep an eye on the you know magical gem person. So I would have been right behind him going in. All right. As you go inside, there is a halfling sitting on a stool behind the counter. You can hear a soft like thumping sound, which presumably is their legs kicking the inside of the counter. Uh, the halfling is a woman, and she gives you all a cheery, Hello! Welcome to Ilva Weaponsmithing! How you doing? How much is this over here? And I'm just, like, pointing around. How about this? This? My name is Finnick and Brandable Pelt, and I will answer any questions you have. Now... Finn okay? Finnegan's okay. Okay. Alright, Fee. So- he says, and what's your name, sir? Uh, Sparks. Oh, thank you, Sparks. And you? Lycos 9. Ooh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> thank <her>. you. <laughs> I'm... Says, you're, being often, uh, you're being awful rude. Oh. <laughs> this from How the guy. Help who, you, Sparks? This one from the guy. Just, uh, you wouldn't let us call you Lycos. You were like, Lycos 9. <laughs> uh. We came in here, we were gifted a couple of uh, gift cards, if for lack of a better term, uh, for your goods and services, and uh, boy, do they look good looking around. They're for one tune-up for each of us, specifically. Oh, wonderful. Our gift cards are some of the best presents in the galaxy for anyone of a militaristic inclination. <laughs> that That's us. Wonderful. You've certainly come to the right place. Uh, Mr. Ilva is currently working on a project. He's a busy, busy bee, which is why he hired me, Finnegan Bramblepelt, to run his shop. (laughs) Holy crap. Can I see the hardware that you'd like to have upgraded? Tell you the truth, I don't know if this is really worth upgrading. I I mean, it looks like you've got plenty of uh, new toys, so to speak. We sure do, (laughs) and we'd be happy to upgrade one of those. Of course, you'd have to purchase them from us, but hey, that's business, right? That sounds fair. Uh, what, what, yeah, what do you have in stock that might tickle our fancy? It'll tickle your fancy, but do a heck of a lot more to your enemies. Can I upgrade my Dashko? Is that something that they would be able to do in the shop? Do they, do I see like other type of weapons that would be comparable? I don't know if Vesk weaponry is something that would be common enough. I don't know, that light reaction cannon. Or that. 
But my Dashko. Well, um. before we go too much further, maybe we should ask, you know, what's included in the upgrade package? A full tune-up. We will manually retool any part with inside. Uh, we're going to fix optics and make sure the sighting is okay for any range weaponry. For melee weaponry, we'll make sure it is sharpened as uh, closely as the material will allow. Uh, it's going to depend a lot on the tool that we're being given, of course. Uh, we can't really give a modern molecular edge to a simple steel, of course, or not have it hold it for long enough to be relevant. But where certain alloys can be employed, we will replace parts for uh, upgrade hardness and certainly optimized construction to your particular ergonomic needs. So mechanically, then, if I've got a level one laser rifle and I do the upgrade, what might that do? Level two. Uh, it's going to go ahead mechanically. You're going to get a, essentially a plus one bonus to the weapon for damage and hmm. attack rolls. Okay. Well, if that's the case, may I uh, peruse the selection of other laser rifles? Certainly. Uh, we have a wide selection of laser rifles available to you for purchase and upgrade. Hmm. In fact, if you purchase it and use your gift card, we'll upgrade it for you instead of the piece you have there, which is certainly a weapon. <laughs> In the technical sense, yes. To answer your question, though, uh, and she motions to Kerr, we have a number of dealings with high-ranking members of the Viscarium. Even your own storied weaponsmiths will turn to Mr. Ilva for additional adjustments now and then. Can I ask John a question? Please. When we were fighting... In uh, the the hangar of the ship and molten, what was it? Molten titanium. Molten titanium was part of the equation. Was my Dashko, um, I want to say injured, but that's not the right word. Damaged. Damaged, thank you. Was my Dashko damaged? No. You managed, if you had hit it successively in two rounds, it would have started to melt, but that didn't occur. I remember that being a possibility, but I don't, I didn't write anything down or anything, so I don't think that happened. Nothing you weren't able to repair on your own. Okay, thank you. Do I see if they have a Thunderstrike Sonic Pistol in stock? They do. And she says, Well, that's a little noisy bugger right there. But wouldn't you be better served with this one? And she motions to the LFD right next to it. Which is also much more visibly, like, displayed. Uh, what's the, uh, the, the price on the LFD? 26,000 credits. <laughs> or barter equivalent. Hmm... Let me think about it, she says, while trying not to have a heart attack. <laughs> so, looking around, Kerr, you see that there is a... <clears throat> you can see an advanced Doshko on display. Basically a better tuned and more powerful version of the standard analog Doshko. There's also a... You can see a plasma and a couple of... You see a couple of plasma and flame Doshkos also on display. Would I be able to apply my aunt's gift to those? Your aunt's gift would apply to any Doshko, although it would not be it would not provide a functional benefit to the flame or plasma ones. What was the other one? Advanced, you said? Right. An advanced one is like an upgraded version of your analog one. What do you uh, mean upgraded? What mechanically? It deals two D twelve instead of one D twelve. Ooh. How much is it? Uh that would be only fifty four hundred credits. Ha ha ha. I don't say that out loud. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna ask her how much the sonic pistol, the Thunderstrike, is. Well, if you insist, that one's going presently on sale for twenty two hundred credits or barter equivalent. Pack world credits they they work here, but we also take barter. 
There's plenty who would take trade rather than monetary val monetary goods. Well, I have the credits. Wonderful. Then we have the weapons. So yeah, I'd like I'd like that um, with the uh, the tune up. One thunderstrike and the tune up. You know, some weaponsmiths would offer some sort of ongoing protection plan, but not Ilva. Any weapon you get from us is going to guarantee to last the rest of your lifetime. That's very generous. Is it? <laughs> she say, yeah, she says with a hint of sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> well, considering our census usually follows our most of the people who buy our weapons, uh, to have an average lifespan of 8 to 12 years, well, it's a boast we're proud to make. I believe I am going to uh, get the tune-up for my reaction cannon. Mechanically, you said that's a plus one to what? To damage? And attack rolls. And attack rolls. And does that count for the new one that I just bought? Senior John? What's that? Does that is it the same tune up for the brand new weapons? Yeah, she'll tune up any weapon. She'd actually prefer you, of course, to buy buy one new one from her and then I'm saving up for that cool Dashko. She says You know we do have a tactical reaction cannon, if you're interested. How much is that? Six thousand credits. What are the stats on it? Oh man. Uh two D ten. Piercing with the penetration uh the penetrating special ability. For now I'll stick with the one I have. But thank you for the offer. I will remember it. Perhaps something fully automatic's more to your liking? Uh, we have a squad of the machine gun. Just the reaction cannon, please. As you like. Thank you. Uh, I'm eyeing this here uh, Corona laser rifle. How much are you selling that for today? Are you so you have discerning tastes? I'd like to think so. That one's actually on sale for forty-three fifty. Hmm... I'm a little shy on the credits, but you say you take barter. Yes, what do you have? Uh, I'll pull out the scatter gun that I picked up off the uh, android. Alright, what did it say the damage was on that? Uh, 2d4. With the So the stats were level 2, uh, 2d4 damage, range 20, uh, 6 in the magazine, with blast and analog qualities. She says, that's a decent piece of hardware you have there. It's seen a little more wear than we'd usually like, but... I can go ahead and credit you well, I'm a thousand equivalent. Let's see. Uh, how is my charisma feeling today? <laughs> oh, oh, plus zero. So, a thousand, you say? A thousand, I say. Tell you what. You got yourself a deal. But I, I'll use my card and I'll uh, do the tune-up on this as well. And you know what? I won't be needing this other one either, I suppose. So, I'll hold up the other laser rifle. Since, uh, clearly this is, you know, has seen better days. She's, she kind of looks like down her nose with disdain at your ass. Yeah, I she says, well, we can probably scrap it for parts. I'll give you 150 for it. Better than it's going to do me, so sure. And how about you, Lycos? How can I help you? How can I, Finnegan Bramblepelt, help you out, Lycos 9? I've, while they've all been shopping, I've been looking around. Like, they just have, like... Essentially, basic melee weapons and guns, right? They don't have Solarian crystals. They do not, because I know shortly my um, Solarian weapon will improve. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how much I want to dump into like a better melee weapon when I'll just kind of automatically get it the next level. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, and if they don't do armor, then that pretty much is getting a better pistol. But like the one I have is the arc pistol, and like the one up from that is out of price range and level range. Yeah, it, jump, it, it jumps from level 2 to level 13. 
I'm just like looking at other stuff and I'm just like, I don't know. I guess maybe the Corona pistol is a better meeting in the middle. But even then, I go from a D6 to a 2D4. Like it's an improvement, but it's not mm-hmm. marked. Well, I mean, honestly, it sounds like a couple of us are buying stuff just that's on sale. So you could see if there's like a bargain bin, you know, or like a, a discount section. Um, Actually, you know what? So, uh, you know, I, we've, we've been doing a little bit of purchasing here. We got some more maybe, you know, in store. Is there like a volume discount we can do? Of course. We do a fair amount of work for larger military organizations. I'm happy to say the, the Knights of Galarian count us amongst their suppliers. Mm-hmm. For every purchase of 200,000 credits, we'll take 5% off. 5% of 200,000. That's very generous of you. So I was thinking more like an order of magnitude or two below that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We don't actually give discounts for orders that small. <laughs> Worth a try. It certainly was. I guess what do they have on sale? Or is that something I have to ask specifically and maybe find out? What kind of weapons do you use? I'm pretty good at finding to matching a weapon to its user. I just manifest the solar spear. This is what I usually use. Or longsword. Occasionally a pistol, but rarely. Hmm. Well, we can't custom tune light, so sorry. But pistols and swords we certainly have in abundance. Show me your swords. She says, Well, if you're not one for subtlety, the Fangblade certainly knows how to tear through meat and armor. Uh, guaranteed to make a mess and bleed like crazy. Them, not you. Did you say Fangblade? I did. Uh, what's it look like? It looks... Or is it on that sword picture? It's in that sword picture. 188. It's like from the top. <laughs> it's a chainsaw sword. Huh? It's exactly a chainsaw sword. <laughs> Red. Which I was wondering about when we were talking to the tree monster. <laughs> and how much is that going for? That one's a custom piece, but unfortunately it's... <laughs> unfortunately the person who ordered it died before they could pick it up. So we're offering a deep discount on it. <laughs> Just fifty-two thirty, Standard or barter. So I pull out, I guess, like the two chain blade daggers. Mm-hmm. Uh, set those on the counter along with my longsword and the holdout pistol. Uh, how much can I get for these? She says, well, we're not really a pawn shop, but I can take it. I guess I'll put together, uh, we'll say 800 for the whole lot of them. You kept saying barter. It literally makes them a pawn shop. Well, That's out of character. Yeah. But like, she says that he's just like, uh. She's like, well, I mean, we're good barters, but. All right, so it's 100. And she said 52? Yeah, 52.30. But let me offer you another alternative. I would hate to see one of our weapons go languishing again once you get your fancy light powers. So, perhaps something you'll be able to use a little more long term. And she walks over to a case and hefts out a uh, <clears throat> and hefts out a small hand cannon and kind of thuds it onto the counter. <laughs> I pick it up. This one, based on the Versailles style, is custom modified with a ergonomic grip, which we will, of course, if you use your upgrade on it, retool for your hand specifically. Uh, recoil reduction and each of the <clears throat> and the cartridges it use are extra loaded for that additional stopping power punch. Uh, effectively, it's a advanced semi-auto pistol. And this little number I can do for fifty-four hundred. Yeah, I have about four, so that's all in my price range. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just shake my head. Um, 
I do not currently have enough, so thank you. Aw. Well, there are certainly a number of money lenders on station. I would be happy to take a, a loan out for you, I have no doubt. I'm not going to get myself into debt over this. That's a good plan. For you, anyway. It's unfortunate for us, because we would love to take your money. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> well, I mean, your ability to keep yourself alive also helps me stay alive. So, I mean, if you need a loan... Yeah, um, I'll offer up my azimuth laser pistol and, and ask her how much this might be worth. 20 credits. Hmm, never mind. Sorry, tried to help. I've got I'm, like, I'm looking at that like, that's 350 to buy, <laughs> considering that like, everything I gave them amounted to 100. Oh, sorry, 350? Uh, no, you said 800 for you. I thought you said 100. No, 800. <laughs> I mean, that puts me at 48, which is better, but still not enough. I've got 680 left. Yeah, I only have 199 because I had to repair the ship. Mm. So you had 680? Mm. How much was the, the, the going price in the, the pistol? Uh, 5,400. It put me just over. So, up to you. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, 2d6 if I need to shoot somebody. So. She says, and think about it this way. If you beggar yourself to buy our guns, you can just shoot somebody and take their money. But don't tell them I sent you. <laughs> Piracy is always an option for a career choice. <laughs> I just, like, I give her the my most inscrutable, like, android, like, the hell face. If you're willing to part, it would be probably beneficial to all of us. Yeah, like I said, the ability to keep yourself alive helps all of us. So, so all right. Um, so, I, I, in that particular case as well, since if I'm, tra I'm trading out for a pistol, I'm going to throw in my um, arc pistol. Since I'm not going to need a secondary small arm. Oh, I can go ahead and kick in a little bit for you for that one. That's actually a pretty decent quality. So we'll save another 500. Oh, geez. All right. Is there any reason to keep the arc pistol? Does it do, like, stun or something different? Um, I mean, it's electrical damage. I mean, I guess, yeah, it's special as stun. Um, Is it worth having a stun weapon around? I was going to say, I have Jolting Surge. I do 46 electrical damage. Oh, we do. Okay. <laughs> but is that is that the same as stun damage, though? You know what I mean? Oh, like, I'm not sure. Is, is it like, okay, this is a non-lethal weapon that, like, we can't get access to otherwise? You know what I mean? Yeah, you can set it, you can set arc pistols to stun and deal non-lethal damage instead. So, I mean, we haven't been in a scenario where maybe that's been necessary yet, but is it a bad idea to get rid of it? Sorry, I'm trying to find the stun. Oh, no, it's right here. I have it. Oh, okay. Where I have the, the, the gun stuff. Right. I mean, it, it does stun damage. I don't know. I looked it, it up. Stun lets you switch it to non-lethal mode instead. Yeah. Okay. So it just switches to non-lethal. And it's like 1d6 or something? I feel like we would have other options if we needed to do non-lethal damage. Yeah, I don't know how often we're going to be trying to do non-lethal. Does that still distance damage? Or is that like it turns into a stun gun and I can just... No, it's distance. So, I mean, that's the, the one condition we're trying to stun somebody from a distance. Hmm. Okay. Me. I mean, does anybody else think we need to do stun someone from a distance potentially? I feel like all of our uh, endeavors so far have been pretty lethal. True. Yeah. Me too. All right. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I don't feel like Kerr would. I don't feel like Kerr would want us to do non-lethal damage. Who's <laughs> dropped off like five heads in this campaign? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we haven't needed it so far. All right. And if we do end up needing it, like we'll work it out. I suppose I can always rig something up. True. All right. So, 
I have 5,281 credits, and it was 5,400. So I need 119. Boop. There you are. So I'm drained. <laughs> you may also want some bullets. Of course. <laughs> That's how they get you. The extended warranty and the bullets. Uh, how much are we talking here? 30 gets or sorry, 40 gets you 30. 40 credits gets you 30 rounds. I think that's enough. Well, this thing holds 12, so that's at least a couple. That's almost three clips. Okay. Um, sure. Do you want to flush it out to the full three? Uh, yes. How much would it be just to get an additional six to make it three full clips? Another yeah. eight. Sure. I was so. say, or you could just throw them in. I mean, we've purchased a lot from you today. Just, you have, and thank you. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I'm sorry. What was the total on that one more time? For 48. Oh, 48. 48 total. Okay. So as she's finished ringing you all up from the back. Sorry, oh, real quick. Yeah. What was the pistol called against? I know you said it's effectively this, but it had a different name. Oh, uh, no, it's just an advanced. I called it, I referred to it as a hand cannon. But it is a semi-auto pistol, an advanced semi-auto pistol. I just to make sure I had like the name it was. Mm-hmm. As she's ringing you up, from the back of the shop limps the person you can only assume to be Ilva. Or Tarian Ilva. He has a harness over his torso and head that fills it with water so he can breathe. Um, and he has his wings almost kind of hang robe-like from his arms. He comes forward and puts his hand onto Finnegan Bramblepelt's shoulder. You hear a speaker on the front of his suit say, I trust Finnegan has been treating you all well. Us, yes. Our wallets, not so much. (laughs) I shrug. That's why I employ her. So we're doing some tune-ups for you then, huh? If you'd be so kind. I certainly would be. Good, because we paid for it. Actually, we used gift cards, but... Somebody paid for it. (laughs) So who's got what? And then sort of matches you all to your weapons. I'll need to take some measurements, please. One by one. Come back to the back. So he calls you all back in there and then has you like grip a handle and test to like test some some arm strength for you all buying weaponry so he's taking like how can you handle recoil and things like that i should have this all done in about two days for you um this is our first trip to the drift market um <laughs> lucky you then i suppose um do you recommend that we stay is are there places to stay here in the drift market or would it be best to simply um uh, reside on our ship i don't know why you'd want to reside in your ship when you could say the dr- within the market there's some amazing hospitality places what do you recommend for a modest budget you have to realize <laughs> we did drop quite a bit of credits here if you head to mama caspian's house of leisure and tell her that terry nova sent you there there will be a discount in place that would be very generous of you thank you Do I know that this sounds kind of like a brothel or something? (laughs) It certainly seems like a place that would cater to all types of needs. (laughs) Subtle. Ooh, I have a question. Do you take apprentices? This looks like a lot of fun. I'll probably be in the market for one in the not-too-distant future. Hmm. Okay. Can we call this an internship? (laughs) I just want to play with the toys. They look so cool. I'm an accomplished engineer. 
It's true. It works for me. I trust him with the gep. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this? Submit to me a, a sample of your work and we'll see what we can do. Trying to think if I have anything on me that I've built. Uh, oh, I know. How about... Okay, I'm trying to... How could I do this? So I have that the plans for that like plasma caster thing that I stole from the other guys a long time ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I could like sell him the design. Well, first of all, do I know if it's any good? You don't. Uh, you have the plans for it, but they were still it was still a work in progress and it hasn't been built. It's just sort of the blueprints for it. And he says, uh, "No, I need to see finished product. I'm not interested in plans or theories. Hmm. Anyone has ideas." I need results. Fair enough, I suppose. But, uh... Okay. Alright. We'll, we'll perhaps talk later. Sure. You know where to find me. So he takes basically measurements from all of you and has everything he needs to custom tool them. Uh, two days. Mama Caspians. She'll take care of you. So what do you say, gang? Do you want to have a little leisure? Or do we want to simply reside in the ship leisure usually requires credits and i think we're pretty broke yeah right. i'm staying on the ship i don't have any money to spend kerr do you want to check out the house of leisure with me no <laughs> <laughs> come on ladies night you know a woman a few words i appreciate that maybe kritka wants to go to the house of leisure i'm gonna yeah I i'm, I'm gonna go back to the because i assume kritka's still in the ship so when we get back to the ship i'm gonna ask if kritka would like to check out the house of leisure with me yeah, of course I would. That sounds great. I knew you would. I'm like suddenly way less armed than I have been in a while. Spa day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that's what the leisure part is. Might be a little untoward. Let's find out. So um, it's going to be 100 credits for the two-day stay. Okay. But um, is, it on the, uh, is it on the level? <laughs> is it on the up and up or is it like totally seedy? Uh, one of the when you ask about it, you know, it's actually like it's very nice, very well appointed. It looks okay. like a like a nice spa slash like three star hotel kind of. Okay, thing. and we'll share a room, so it's just one hundred credits. Uh, Unless Kritka's Kritka says, oh, "I'll take my own room, thanks." All right, pays her own way for it. Before they leave, I will impart to Kritka that I am entrusting the captain's safety with her. <laughs> she says, "Kurt, I've got it. That thing that happened on the bridge, it's not going to happen again. I'm not going to be caught underwears." I'll keep six arms on the ground at all times. That way I have two for fighting. And she real quick, like, gives you, like, a little rabbit punch with one of her pedipalps. She's like, didn't see that coming, did you? That's how ready I am. <laughs> Kurt is probably fine. Lisa, however, hates I feel every like, bit of it. <laughs> but I also feel like Kurt would be like, you mother. <laughs> like, how dare you? Yeah. I really want to hear the raw, hear the raw audio from the uh, Underdark Adventures. Oh, just yeah. can't imagine that went well for you. Spiders are everywhere. Yeah. Okay. They have arachnomancers there? Mm. All right. Hold on. We're trying to wrap up here. Yeah. Basically, it's like spa day plus. There's plenty of alcohol free flowing. Um, it's heavily implied if you want something more uh, lurid that's available to you. <laughs> One of the providers is like, are you sure? <laughs> but then kind of gives you like a laugh, like laughs it off. Um, but yeah, your two days go just fine uh you're kind of pampered in a little like airy at the end of it kritka seems to have a bit of a spring in her step uh, on the way back she says uh 
you hear kind of like kind of squeal and she says uh she points one of her arms and like almost like knocks like two people out of the way she kind of like bellows out oh my gosh to rectify and then you hear like a chittering kind of like growl from down the corridor and then like people are barreled out of the way like people are jumping out of the way as a second kacharika runs over and Krika meets her halfway and they begin some sort of very intricate like almost like patty cake secret handshake kind of thing with their two foremost limbs and their pedipalps and then like give each other a big embrace and she switches off her translator and they both start talking in uh in kacharika and then uh she kind of looks back and says uh you guys need like the rest of the day right um this is my friend from back home Oh yeah, no, go, go, have 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 a good time. Just meet back of the ship by time set. <laughs> okay, Captain, if you need me, just uh, call me. I'll be, I'm tapped into the local comnet, so we're in we're in range. Perfect. All right. So as you're about halfway back to the, the ship, your son of far speech warms up and telling you that there's a. And from like beneath your shirt, you can hear, somewhat muffled, Ms. Do- <coughs> Ms. Domash. Are you there? And I'll pull it out and say, yes, yes, I'm here. Good. Make all haste back to the Galarian system. The Soul Forge has resurfaced. And that is where we will end for tonight. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Die by the Dice podcast. We're all geared up to follow Evala Grenade's summons to the Soul Forge. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Die by the Dice. And you can email us, diebythedice at gmail.com. Uh, if you say nice things, like we saw last week, about something you enjoyed or a, a kind of a character shout-out, we're going to go ahead and give them a special present. So I'm sure our players would love to have you helping them out. So a little bit of bribery hopefully will uh, go a long way for you. Please leave a review on your podcast listening method of choice, and if you could recommend it to a friend, that would be phenomenal. Have a good one. We'll see you next time.